An older gentleman once shared with me his own faith journey. He told me that for most of his life, he wasn't really taking the faith seriously, that he was just kind of going through the motions. It, was, it seemed that it was more of an afterthought to him, that it wasn't really his primary focus or aim or goal, but just, you know, a small thing in his life. And as he got older and life continued going on, when he reached his elderly age, he retired, and unfortunately his wife passed away, he found himself in a lot of misery. And he wanted a better life, but he had no idea really on how to do that. And so what seemed like an afterthought, the faith, came to the forefront, and he did something that he hadn't really done before, which was to pray a deep and sincere prayer, to ask the Lord to come into his life and make some changes, that he may encounter the Lord, and he surrendered his life to the Lord, and the Lord did not disappoint. Almost immediately, he started to have a sense of joy, and God brought people into his life, and he said that it was the greatest adventure of his life following God, being in relationship with the Lord. And his family, whom I also spoke to, they remembered him for most of his life as being an angry man. But after he had this encounter with the Lord in prayer and was living the life of faith, he was known to be a joyful man. And he entered into his faith community and was at service for others. He was a man following the Lord. A man of faith. And this idea of faith we see throughout our scripture passages today. In fact, in our first reading, we hear from the prophet Habakkuk. And he's talking to God, he's praying, but he's upset because of all of the terrible things going on in the world at the time. He mentions violence and misery, destruction, strife, discord. He's really upset about this, and he presents it to the Lord. And the Lord answers him. And as part of what he says includes, the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. If it delays, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not be late. What is this vision? This vision of what God has in store for us, the joy that is yet to come. We are told to, to wait if it seems like it's delayed, if our difficulties and challenges seem like they're overwhelming, to persevere in the faith. Someone who's rash might see all of the terrible things and decide, you know what, I'm just going to give up. You know, this isn't really working. I don't know where God is. All of these terrible things are happening in my life or in the world or in the church or whatever. And they just want to stop. But the Lord has to say about being rash, he says, the rash one has no integrity. But the just one, because of his faith, shall live. Now this life that's being referred to by Habakkuk is primarily eternal life, being with God forever in heaven. But we can see that we can have a life that has a fulfillment and a joy, even here on earth, if we remain faithful. Like the elderly man who had this transformation when he was willing to surrender his life to the Lord and follow him as best as he understood. We can have that kind of life, too, because of faith. We hear about faith also in our gospel passage. Immediately prior to this passage,
Jesus is teaching the disciples about how important it is to avoid leading others to sin, as well as how important it is to forgive other people. And he says that if someone sins against you, you are to forgive them again and again and again and again and again. And that's a really hard teaching. And so his apostles, who have faith, they want more faith. They said in our gospel passage today, increase our faith. They have a desire to go deeper and more intensely in their belief of the Lord and of his teaching because this teaching he just presented is difficult. It's hard to accept. And so they want a deeper faith so that they can accept it, so that they can live out what our Lord is presenting to them. And Jesus has a very interesting response. He says, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Many of us probably aren't too familiar with mulberry trees. Uh, These kinds of trees have a very extensive and elaborate root system. So a mulberry tree is very well rooted, very difficult. If you tried to like rip it out of the ground, it's like nearly impossible to do something like that. And a mustard seed is incredibly tiny. So what's Jesus's point? That even a tiny amount of faith can do what seems impossible. Even a tiny amount of faith can do what seems impossible. For example, If there was a couple who was having difficulties in their marriage and they thought that they really couldn't get any better and that their relationship is just degraded so far that it would be impossible for it to change, someone with even a little amount of faith, believing that God wants them to stay together and will provide in some way to heal that relationship, maybe by asking for a priest for assistance or going to counselors, just being faithful to the Lord and trying to work through those difficulties, even a small amount of faith could end up doing the impossible and saving that marriage. Getting that assistance, they can experience a transformation that can bring them to a new relationship much better than what they even started with. In fact, as I say this, I'm thinking of a couple that found themselves in a similar situation. And yet, After having gone through it, because of the strength of their faith, their relationship is now better than ever. A small amount of faith can do what seems to be impossible. Just like for that elderly man as well. His life seemed to be total misery and loneliness. And he was upset and angry about it. And yet he exercised what little faith he had by praying. And God did not disappoint. He did what seemed impossible. He gave new life to this elderly man, a life that was very fulfilling, a life of joy in the midst of his experiences and relationship with others. It's interesting what Jesus follows his teaching about faith with. He gives us a parable about service. And he talks about how we ought to do what we're obliged to do and not seek reward for it. Well, what's the connection? Well, that when we live out the faith, we also grow in hope and in charity. And that leads us to service. That leads us to care for one another. Because that joy, that love, that faith, that hope overflows from us into all our other relationships. So even though we are to have the attitude and the approach 
that Jesus tells us we are unprofitable servants for we have done what we are obliged to do. We shouldn't be seeking a reward, but rather doing it out of love for others, doing it because it's the right thing to do. That is kind of the fruit of living out a life of love and faith, a faith, even a small amount, which can seem to do what is impossible. And so whatever difficulties or challenges you may be facing in your life, maybe it's something at work, maybe it's part of your extended family, a relationship that's wounded, whatever difficulties, challenges you may be facing, I encourage you to pray, to present this to the Lord, to ask him to enter into your life anew, to exercise what little faith you may have, to ask for an increase in faith, and to have the humility and sincerity to follow whatever God may prompt you to do, whatever ways he may call you into a deeper relationship with himself. And that through that relationship, you can then be at service to others, making good stewardship of the resources, the relationships, the things that God has blessed you with in this life. So let us take a brief moment now to pray to the Lord about whatever we may be facing, whatever difficulties and challenges we have, Let us exercise our faith to better be ready to encounter our Lord Jesus Christ, who comes to us in the most Holy Eucharist.